I think this truly was a tangent cast. Welcome everybody to another episode of Tangent Cast, an episode where two friends talk about the digital age culture and all the other random flub blub that goes on in it. This is a much better intro done by your host, it is D-Pain, joined always by my co-host, Joe Adams Philly. Not interrupting until the proper point. <laughs> hey <Hey-oh. laughs> And, uh, yeah. So... We got a we got a we got a we got a podcast. <laughs> that yes, we, we do. That we're gonna talk about the things. Um, so real quick, that I wanted to mention. Actually, I didn't even mention this to you off stream. I might have. I don't know. I don't know how much you, since you're now like lurking on uh, Twitter. If you saw the post, but, probably not. Um, I got a Wii. I'm not a Wii. Uh, a Nintendo Switch. What? Yes. <laughs> I thought I'm like, did, is someone playing a different podcast now? What, what's going no, on? No, no the, the actual phone dinged when I wanted to ding anyway, so I was looking at the bell, and then the phone dinged, and I'm like, man, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool. <laughs> I can play. Yeah, so I saw I saw that your brother has one too. Am I right about that? Yes. Yeah, I, I was over the other day talking to him because he's more interesting than you are, yeah. at least... It, like I'm only it's nice to have a stream. Let's be honest. Yeah, it, it's interesting to have like phases of Davy. Like constant Davy would be just overload, but like small bursts of Davy are enjoyable. And then for the rest of the time, there's a bunch of other pains to deal with. Anyway, I was dealing with that particular pain at the time, and he was showing me something. And then it was like, oh, all right, you should check this out. I just got a switch, and he showed it to me. And it was actually really kind of interesting. Like it's having a portable gaming system, mm-hmm. and you're holding it in your hands. And it's not like a Nintendo 3DS. It's like an actual powerful, like, platform. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, I've been playing Zelda. And it's really nice because I'm able to play, like, console games. Like, if I'm not streaming, I will, like, I can't focus on a game for more than, like, 20 minutes. And so, this... Is really nice because I'm just like, okay, well, I'm sitting here and playing the game. This is cool. Bada bing, bada boom. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm I'm done. And I just hit the power button. I don't have to, like, go find a save point or save the game. It's just like, okay, here we go. And I put the thing down. I go and watch Twitch or YouTube for about, like, a few hours and, and go on from there. See, I'm the opposite. I've, I've tried doing the stream before, and I've just realized that I actually have a harder time letting go of my gaming experience and mm-hmm. focusing on the viewers and other stuff like that. Like, when I sit down and want to play a video game, I want to play a video game. But the second I start streaming a video game, it almost, like, pulls me out of that video game and I start thinking about potential viewers and other people watching and keeping a narrative going. So, like, for me, the times that I've tried Twitch, it was a very jarring experience to have to do that, to, like, mm-hmm. have to be consciously thinking about the two things. Whereas when I video game now... It's usually like either Fallout 4 or a game from 10 years ago and nobody's home and I'm by myself and I can just zone out into this video game, which is like what I'm actually currently going through right now. I'm playing a video game that was launched back in like 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like super old. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Stronghold series. Um, they sound familiar. So Stronghold originally started as a 
2D castle building game where you built castles and basically survived invasions or invaded other castles. And then it turned into Stronghold 2 uh, after Stronghold Crusaders, which became a 3D castle building game. But it's 3D from 2005. Mm-hmm. So, so like SimCity? <laughs> it's really crappy 3D. But I don't care because when I was younger... This was awesome, and I played this game constantly. And then I mm-hmm. just decided, oh, why don't I download it again? And lost like six hours of my life. Uh, and then I forget, oh, I, I, this is what happened. When I clicked on the store page, a video <coughs> came up from the developer, and they were like, So we've decided to remaster Stronghold 2, and we've decided to like give it a complete re overhaul with new textures and adopt it to new modern day screens and even maybe add one or two things and like we've booted up the map editors that we haven't used in like 10 years and we've turned those on and we're like going to make a few new maps and it's all going to be free if you've already bought the game nice. and i was and i kind of my jaw dropped what they didn't mention was that stronghold 3 sucked big time mm-hmm. and then crusaders 2 sucked big time and both of those games got terrible reviews to the point where like I own both of them. I would rather play Stronghold 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they realize that. And I think they're going to be rebranding and building a Stronghold 4, which should incorporate more of the classic elements. And I think they plan to drop that uh, mm-hmm. within the next year or two. They, but they basically said, like, it, it kind of felt like an apology video. It kind of felt like, so we're sorry that Stronghold 3 and Crusaders 2 sucked really bad. So we're going to fix Stronghold 2. And you can play that until Stronghold 4 comes out. Which in my head I was like, I am totally okay with that. I am 100% absolutely fine with that. They owned, they didn't exactly own up to the fact that Stronghold 3 sucked. But at least they're doing something in the meantime by doing these remasters and making them free if you've already bought the game. Um, and I think that's kind of cool. So I, I have a little more faith in Firefly Studios. I have a little more faith now that if they launch another Stronghold title, it's worth my money. I'll probably buy it. Um, but I am so just like geek. I'm, I I installed Stronghold too, just because I'm excited for this new update that's going to drop. So mm-hmm. just to be able to see the menu fill my screen correctly and not be like stretched from four by three to sixteen by nine, mm-hmm. even that just just going to be cool. So that for in my gaming world that's exciting. But I don't know if I would want to twitch that. Like I don't know if I would want other people watching me geek out and zone out and just get into my like very nerdy precision castle building simulator games like i just i don't know who would even want to watch that yeah you'd be surprised but the thing is is like i have a very short attention span anyway like it's difficult for me to get into a game yeah and like i could get into a game like i could play a, a game of civ um and get like do six to eight hours like without me even like realizing it Mm-hmm. But I will never go back to that game. Like, I'll Why never go back to the same game. You never go back to Civ? No, like, I would never go back to that match. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't do that either. It's very tough. So, um, Like, right now, I've got a save game going that I've invested a couple hours into here and there. Um, but part of the reason for that is that I also... Uh, I did the map editor, so I built the map myself. So I tweak mm-hmm. the map, and I adjust the scenario... And I add all these custom triggers and stuff like that to to make it more interesting for me. Uh, and I do the same thing with Arma. Like, I've never played a traditional uh, mission or anything for Arma. I'm just, like, I'm not interested. 
but I've mm-hmm. built several of the um, custom missions on top of the maps, and I've did all the custom triggers and stuff like that, and I love it. That kind of stuff's you know a ton of fun for me. I, I so I like I like the games where I can customize the map and then play them out. That like, you know, that to me is interesting. But it's tough. It would be tough for me to ever go back to a Civ game. I don't know why, but like you said, you, you play it for a couple hours, but then you're just like. You're done. You you can't save it and then come back to it. It's just not the same. Yeah, I did it the first time I played Civ, um, mm-hmm. but like that was because it was the first time, and I'm like, that was cool. I'm killing all the things and blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. I'm Germany. Um, <laughs> take that as you will. Um, and so I was doing that, and then uh, pretty much I I. Destroy Japan and Poland that were on my continent. I'm like, this is mine. Nice. And, and Pol like originally I'm just like Japan the war with Japan started only because they put a city right where I wanted to put my city, and I'm like, Well that just isn't going to happen and I mm-hmm. killed them. <laughs> so I killed them and then I and um Poland was on the other side of them. It was like a real small island. And they're like, How dare you? Why why mm-hmm. why did you do that? And I'm like, yep. Well, guess what? You better be cool, otherwise I'm gonna kill you. And so like I kept moving closer and closer, and then I think he was just like, you're a jerk. I'm like, you you wanna you want you wanna find out how much of a jerk I am? And then I killed him. <laughs> I feel like it would be interesting to play Civ with you. I think that'd be kind of neat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be int- I'd be game for it one one of these days. It's just finding the time. That's the most difficult part. Yes, it is a time-consuming... Like, all my favorite games are terribly time-consuming. So I like mm-hmm. Monopoly. I like Risk. I like Catan. Like, none of those games can be played in, in a half hour. Yeah. Like, those are all games that you sit down, you grab some type of food, everyone grabs drinks, you schedule the evening, you're around the table, and you just understand that this is going to take a while. Mhm. And those are the but those are the games that I enjoy the most. Yeah. I I enjoy board games. But the thing is like the board games that I enjoy not everyone can like sit there and and play them. Like mm-hmm. it's a very like specific, not specific, but I guess like it's not your common day like Monopoly Risk or I guess they'd be closer to Catan, but uh, they're they're more the games I enjoy playing are more of those fringe element things, like, well I guess Pandemic would be the most and Munchkin would be the two most well known board games that we did for that show that never came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that show was amazing. I know we maybe if that if we're able to figure something out maybe. Um, so but like. Exploding Kittens, mm-hmm. um, Super Fight, uh, Citadels, like, yeah, these are all these are all games that I would seriously enjoy yeah. playing again. But they're not long games. But they're just like they take a little bit of time to explain. And normally, people that like, like I have I have to do I have to do what? And I'm like, just just play, just play it. Trust me. Yeah, just, it's like. You're not going to understand with me. Like, as we progress, I'll tell you all the basics, but it, it's just going to be a mental overload for you right now. 
Let's let's do a game. I'll help explain it as we're going through. We'll go from there. That's why I really like Betrayal on a House on a Hill. <laughs> oh, that game. Yeah, that because that game is that game's quite interesting. This would be an amazing live Twitch experience if people could watch us play these board games. Yeah, I think uh, there's digital versions of. Actually, I know there's a digital version of uh, Betrayal on House on a Hill and Munchkin and stuff. Uh, there's a program called uh, Tabletop Simulator. I think it's like 15 bucks on Steam. And yeah. uh, I would love to do something like that if someone was interested in in like doing like a board game kind of night thing, like where it's all digital, and it's just like like it's all on there, and it's like they're all in the Steam Workshop. Mm-hmm. So, so you just download like. I mean, that's that's even the kind of thing that I could play with my wife. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. those those kind of games don't require her to be great at first-person shooters or to, like, sit there and, and be excellent with a joystick. She just needs to be able to understand how to play a board game, which she can handle. Yeah. And the real fun thing, like, and this goes back to that the one show that we've been, like, we were mentioning, um, that we're not, we're going to just be real vague about it. Um there was a a thought and for one of the episodes of like all the the cast members bringing in their significant others uh or wives to play a game what and then the immediate question was well what about what about me (laughs) that's just like dave's yeah because because you're a slacker and you have no one because you're lonely well lonely lazy uh preoccupied which is not a not attractive I oh mean, yeah a no, lot that, that's a big one yeah um <laughs> but uh it's yeah no it's just one of those things like i remember i remember that was the case ow <laughs> sorry i have a clothespin and just broke um <laughs> these things happen um i lost the other half of it and anyway uh they like that, I just remember that was one of the questions. Like, well, if we do this, like, we're not sure if our wives and fiancés would be interested in doing something like this. But what what are we gonna do for for Dave? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Let's be honest. Me playing will probably still be the same amount as <laughs> hitting the same level as everyone else. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want any of those games. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really think. You did that often, but you don't kind of, you, you don't really want the host to all the time. Stinking Will Wheaton from Tabletop. <laughs> Stinking Will Wheaton. I'm Will Wheaton. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, so that's maybe that's something we need to look into again. And maybe if if people want to drop us feedback, who would want to watch us play actual board games? Because so for example, um, Saint James the Lesser, the the um. The Lesser of Many Jameses introduced me to this game called uh, Quiplash. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yep. Um, I I loved going over and playing Quiplash at uh, James's. Uh, it was just it was just so awesome because there's a bunch of people there and you can play it remote. Like you don't need to be in the room to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of it was kind of interesting, but it was definitely more fun in person. So like I'd I'd probably love to do. Uh, something like that show again, but I, I, it would just be so awesome if it could be done live, but in person. I feel like there'd be so much more fun, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in person again, because for me that's where it was at. Like, 
I didn't care what we were playing. I was just having fun with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Like that was awesome. Uh, if if the logistics could ever work out for something like that, it would be amazing. Yeah. Right now, it's just a time and space issue because I think definitely. We, I think if we record something like that, we can't do it in my apartment again. <laughs> no. No. But now we have things like my entire living room and my entire first floor. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, we may have more space now. There, there, there's options and ideas and things that can be floated around with that. But yeah. uh, I just I miss that. And I would it would be better if we did it live. Um, the only thing is, if we were doing multiple camera angles, we'd have to really have a program that could not only stream it, but switch the cameras and the angles. Um, which we that know would... of a few. Huh? We know of a few programs. We would just have to work it out a little bit more. Yeah, like if, if the same program we were using previously could stream, that would be amazing. Um, like What we probably could do is... Welcome to um, Tech Support, the part of the podcast where Payne just pulls something out of his butt. <laughs> um, it's usually a painful process, folks. Yeah. Uh, but... What we could possibly do is say if we could get the video source to go, I think it was like on an iPad, and then sync that iPad up to a computer, uh-huh. and, then, and then you just run OBS off that computer. So if I could get the iPad screen or video output somehow onto a computer. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a possibility. Or we just run that program on a computer. Yeah, if I could get that program on a computer, that would be absolutely awesome. Uh, no, that that's like, that would be truly ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, Which they're out there. Yeah, a little bit of tech research that could be done. So I guess what's the audience feeling on that? If we were to play board games and these tabletop games live, like for, instead of, they're not pre-recorded, but like for actual people to watch, mm-hmm. that would be friggin' awesome. Like... That would be an amazing Sunday afternoon kind of thing. Yeah. That would be super cool. Yeah. But there's a few other things that go into that, like scheduling and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Fill in the blank. So um, it is what it is. It's it's just one other thing that is in the the think tank of pain and uh, just... (laughs) I don't know. I told Joe of a few other things that, like, creative-wise that I've been working on, and it's just, like, it's just another thing that's that's in floating around in the brain. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in the brain going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this truly was a tangent cast, because we... We had we a completely even, different th- thing to Yeah, talk we had about. a completely different thing labeled, and we've already gone through, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, it's not around that. Uh, yeah. 19. So, 19 oh, minutes, yeah another tangent um go for it so i i was uh, since since i'm doing a lot of traveling um in october due to twitchcon a few weddings um and the fact that i'm taking a college class again i've been i was thinking i want to get a bag a laptop like backpack oh i love these conversations keep going so i was doing a little bit of research and i'm like you know what let's let's get something Let's get something a little bit nicer than a Jansport or whatever other form of backpack. I, d- I think all backpacks are Jansports. Uh, there are no other but options. But not all Jansports are backpacks. Exactly. 
right. sometimes are fanny packs. But, exactly. <laughs> but uh, like I was sitting there looking, and so I ordered one today. Um, let me let me bring it up. Yeah, let's let's let me take a look at this product here. So, um, as soon as I remember how to use my computer, there we go. Click buttons that. and clicking and such. Um, nope, nope, not that. Uh, wait, no, no. And you said you already ordered this product. Yes. I ordered it today. Type in my password. Bada bing, bada boom, sign in. I get rid of that, get rid of that. Copy. Thank you, uh, CinemaSins, for not playing. Um, there we go. All right, so let's go ahead and take it. This let's take a look at this. Uh, Copac anti-theft travel backpack, shockproof laptop bag, bag lightweight hiking day pack, scan smart, TSA friendly water repellent, fifteen point six sixteen most seventeen inch. That is the longest title I know <laughs> for a backpack ever. I know. <laughs> like, what is going on? Buddy? It, it's pretty much Copac anti-theft ba travel backpack. That's all that it is. So yeah, that's kind of cool. I love the compartmentalizing of that, though. Yeah. That's really all neat. All right, so why don't, why don't, since I've been looking at this thing like all day, why don't you paint a word picture of what it looks like? All right, so here's my word picture of this bag. Paint um, from the From the outer shell, it looks like a gray shell on the outside. It's just a plain gray, which is like my favorite. I love the color. It's really great. It's a very nice heathered gray texture, and all the zippers are hidden, and it's just simple plain straps. Then you open it up, and on the inside, it's like organizer heaven. Uh, on the one flap, there's a spot for an iPad and for a laptop. And then on the other side, there's just a bunch of pockets that you can organize stuff into, which I love. There's like little pen organizers, a bunch of little things. That's kind of cool. And it looks like it's showing that there's also a uh, extendable... Oh, I see. There's a strap that allows you to put it onto your rolling travel luggage, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. There are elastic bands for glasses on the on the um, shoulder straps, which is, yeah, everybody knows that. Private pocket for little valuable stuff. I kind of like that. That looks pretty cool. Um, and it looks like they're showing that it's water resistant and stab resistant so that you can put secure stuff in it. And I'm assuming you can probably use TSA compliant locks, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty cool. And then it's got like this different type of padding to provide you with back support. Well, I mean, they all advertise that. At the end of the day, if it's heavy, it's going to hurt your back if you carry it long enough. I mean, that's just the way yeah. it works. Um, let's be real. But it looks like a fairly well thought out purchase. I mean, I purchased a bag on Amazon that was similarly priced uh, a while back. And that kind of became my go-to bag as well. Um, let's mm -hmm. see if I can look that up because that would... That was a while ago. By the way, this bag, everyone that uh, Joe was looking at, um, it's priced like between thirty. How much was it? I, I closed the page. Um, Forty-one dollars. Yeah, and that's for the large one. Um, the medium one is forty-three. So it's it's that, but uh, the original price is eighty eighty bucks. Yeah. So I never know how much I should trust that original crossed-off price, but. That's what it originally says. Wow, it, oh wait, hold on. Yeah, no, this is the the same company. Yeah, um, this is the bag I bought and I use every day. 
Okay, so I will paint a word picture. Go ahead. Um, so this is a gray, um, like a dark gray uh, bath tag. Very light. Rec it's actually pretty light. Yeah. Uh, rectangular. Uh, you can see the zippers on this one. Um, there's a, a sneaky little uh, zipper without going to the main compartment for your laptop. Um, and it's showing you that the zippers are good zippers. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah and then uh, oh there's a bunch of uh, compartments to put stuff on there um, oh my goodness get out of here Jimmy stop talking gosh, in the discord Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on the gosh. podcast you're on the podcast without being in the podcast gosh a dang it <laughs> so <a> slacker. <laughs> he's gonna know exactly when this is because this is coming out tomorrow <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> so the the point that he's asking because I'll allow him to interject because he's a sinner, is um, he said, are we talking tactical bags that don't look tactical? And what he's talking about is that, like, he and I have had this conversation many a times where it's like, I want a tactical bag, but I don't want a tactical bag that looks like a tactical bag and screams, this guy's a nut job. I want the convenience of a tactical bag without any of the, like, uh, straps and uh, molly looking things and velcro and patches i just mm -hmm. want something that's multi-purpose and that's what this bag kind of turned into because you saw that the one thing that was a uh, a winner for me was did you see it's got the water bottle holders on the sides um know, so like if you scroll through the pictures it. there um oh that's mine <laughs> uh yes i do see that Right, so like I enjoy having the water bottle holders on the sides because when I'm traveling, what I'll do is I'll put a shampoo bottle in one of those and then I'll put my clean canteen um, insulated thermos in the other and it carries my water bottles. It's well organized that I can like put stuff in. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like super, I I'm, I'm into it. Like I, I really do like it. It's just that like I, I like the tactical functionality without tactical I, I don't like the look of things that scream oh this is military you know what i mean like that's just to me it's like eh, i could do without that yeah um so, so that's what these are for me they're the tactical function with civilian style that's what i prefer mm. and yours is yeah it is the same brand company yours yeah. looks uh yours just looks more anti-theft yeah, which is kind of what I wanted with going to TwitchCon, like, and, and just traveling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More. Like, do I think something's going to happen? No. But I'm like, you know what? With the potential of me leaving the country, um, like, for, for work, mm -hmm. um, and living in another country, where probably is a little bit more common, uh, I'm like, why not? Like, and it wasn't all that expensive. Like, there were some that were close to like 200 bucks. Yeah. And so, so yeah. No, the, the, I've I've held mine. Uh, I've had mine for quite a while. I, I put my laptop in it. I carry water in it. It's my to-go bag. It's my everyday bag. Is really what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Oh, great. Here we go. Yeah, this is live interaction we're having with a. Yeah. Uh, with a live audience live audience interaction so what's going on right now is it appears that st james of lesser uh is telling a knock knock joke i'm gonna ban him off the channel 
Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> We're not going to give him the satisfaction of reading his joke, though. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, this, this podcast really has become a small world. Yep. Um, shut up, motorcycles. Wow, that was aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, my brain died. Um, yeah, so there's, there's that, there's, there's a bunch of neat little things that, that are coming out lately, like, uh, um, like, just looking into it, because, like, I was, I was thinking back to, like, as, as we mentioned the one time, like, uh, like a prep bag, mm-hmm. and just going, and so, like, it, like that bag as well i'm like that could very easily be a prep bag so to me like i like the idea of a get home bag and i've got um pretty much in my bag at all times whatever i would need to make it back to the house to get to my family um because from the house i've got plenty of stuff to go wherever i want to go um but i like the idea of just having enough with you that if i had to sleep somewhere or stay somewhere i'd be okay and that's what that's what's ideal for me is the idea that like i'm not i if a car if the car breaks down or like traffic gets so bad that i'm sitting on 95 which if anyone lives in the philadelphia area they know sitting on 95 and not moving is a very realistic thing that could happen someday like Mm -hmm. that's not terribly unrealistic so i i just have enough that if i ever have to do that i'm gonna be okay that's my general that's my general bag prep status Mm mm-hmm Yep, sorry. That's I'm all right. Eating, we, I'm, I'm eating dinner at the same time I'm podcasting. We have managed to go in about a few seconds. Yep. In about 10 seconds from now, we will have officially gone 30 minutes without a central topic. Again, because that's why we call this tangent cast. Mm-hmm. The nine and bam. I just crossed like... I personally on my recording track just cost, crossed 30 minutes. And it'll probably be different on the actual podcast. Oh, well, I just found out I haven't been recording. You're kidding. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, like, man, that would suck. So, um, you know how I, I was saying I got the Samsung 8 and yeah. how it's super cool and all that? Yeah, I already hate it. <laughs> so, so tell me why you hate it. Yeah, so it turns out that this phone freezes. Um, it freezes? Yeah, it freezes. Like, you'll get stuck on a screen or just slows down to like I till I can't use it and I have to reset it. Um people are saying that I can do a factory factory reset and it should work and every like no one has had a problem since they factory reset it and all this other stuff. I have probably the most first world problem with factory resetting this phone. Um. <laughs> yeah, it does seem pretty first world. I don't want to go find all my podcasts again. <laughs> so. Oh man, that is like. <laughs> oh. Wait, why do you have to find them all again? Because the app that I use doesn't have an account built into it. Ah, uh, look at you. And so, so to to bask in the glory of my closed wall garden, uh, my iPad and iPhone sync my podcasts to the point where like it'll know 
what my most recent podcast I played was and what the timestamp I left off was. So I can mm-hmm. start it on my iPhone in the car, put my iPhone to charge, pick up my iPad, and just start listening to whatever podcast I was recently on. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, um, there's like there's some benefits to being in the closed world car. Like, I just told um, one of my business partners today that I am seriously considering going to Mac as my next laptop. Uh, that may be a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I enjoy their products to that level now that... Um, I'll probably never ditch the Windows desktop, uh, but I'm, I, I always want to have one, and that might primarily be because I'm a gamer, and let's face it, you just don't game on Mac. Um, mm. But realistically, I may get a Mac laptop. Because the one thing that I'm so jealous of all the other Mac users about, and it's super frustrating that I can't do, is like if I'm having a conversation with you... And I want to have that conversation via the phone. I have to use the phone. But when I'm on the computer, it then breaks me up. So like the Mac users, they can do FaceTime. They can do iMessage. They can even take regular calls and text messages from their computer screen. And I like that. That's something that I wish, that I really wish I had. Um, So I might for the, I don't know. I might jump on the bandwagon and get a Mac. I don't know. It just may happen. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'll always keep the Windows computer because I love Windows and because it's just the best gaming platform. And there's certain things that I like about Windows that I don't want to get rid of. Like, I always want to have Windows around somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. So there, um, is, there is one piece of news besides the fact that I think you're a slacker and you should just upgrade to a real phone um, in the tech world well, that I, let's, I let's did Let's be honest. I did, and it failed. <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of. I mean, that is kind of what you get, though. I mean, that's just it's kind of funny. Like, like I enjoy, I in the back it. of my head, like I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'll I'll jump back in. I'll go mainstream. And I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, this is going to bite me in the butt. I know it is. I don't know how. And it but did. I know it's going to. It found the most successful way to do that. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely found the most successful way to but, do it. But the thing is, I'm like, okay, it's just like once it starts slowing down, I just had to do a soft reset and it works good for like a few days again. I can live with that until they patch it. <laughs> so Yeah, if they patch it. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. It's Samsung. If they patch it. Or if they don't just say, eh, get a new one. Because that's... Yeah. They may I'm decide not, to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so... There's only one real piece of news that I did actually want to cover today, and I wanted to get your thoughts on because uh, it's starting to bother me. Right. Babies Disney. are gross, huh? Oh, what? Ba- babies are gross. <laughs> yeah, I was I was making a joke of how Laura's already pregnant, but anyway, go ahead. Disney. No, thank the Lord she's not. Um, Disney is pulling all of their content off of Netflix to start their own streaming service in 2019. Oh, yeah, no. I already saw that coming. Disney owns Marvel. Disney owns Star Wars. Disney owns Disney Animation and a lot of Pixar. So, like, why are they starting their own streaming service? For them, makes total business sense. I 100% agree. Makes absolute sense. Mm-hmm. Rogue One is now on Netflix because they have a big deal with Disney. But Disney's like, yeah, we're not doing it anymore. So, does this mean you're going to have to pay for another streaming service yes it does so no no it doesn't i'm not gonna pay for it (laughs) well okay so imagine this situation if you wanted to stream disney content 
you potentially you've got a netflix that's like the base if you've got a streaming service you've got a netflix which i have then yeah. potentially you've got a hulu if you want to watch the latest tv which i think my wife has i don't know i don't actually log into that one i might be paying for it i'm pretty sure she uses it though so i think we have it then if you're like me you enjoy the fact that you can download youtube videos 100 percent legally now if you own youtube red so you've got a youtube red subscription then if you're like me, you also want to be able to take these movies and, and music offline as well. So then you're like, well, I don't know if I want to use YouTube music, but at the same time, I kind of like the idea of Spotify. So then you end up with a Spotify subscription because it works on your Alexa. So now you got to, so let's see, I've got a Netflix, a YouTube, a Hulu, a Spotify subscription. I pay for those four every month. And I'm just, I don't get anything back for it. I can use them and then they're done. I've even got an Audible subscription because I like audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Another subscription service? I'm already subscribing to like several things. I pay for email for work, which is like a monthly subscription. I pay for the Adobe apps, which is a monthly subscription. Like when you start calculating all these subscriptions that I have to go for, yes, they're good because they ensure constant update and constant money goes to the developer, but you're just, you're throwing a lot of money out the window. And if you ever decide to stop, you lose it all. You lose it all absolutely instantly. And I'm not sure I really like that. Yeah. Um, thing is, for me, I'm like, I barely watch Netflix. And so I'm I'm thinking about getting rid of my Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Amazon, I have Amazon Prime, but I only have Amazon Prime for shipping. Uh, for shipping. Which I think I'm going to start using that for video a little bit more since I'm already paying for it and getting rid of Netflix. Um, and plus, Rick and Morty's on. Well, no, I, I you had to rent it. So, mm. so like this is actually something but, that brings up a real point: is the only thing I log onto Netflix for is to watch reruns of Friends. Why would you watch that? It's so boring. my wife and I love that show. But either way, like. I'll pray for your salvation. If it may never happen, if um, if we were to buy friends, would we ever really need to go on Netflix again? All right. Hold on. Because if Disney's pulling all their titles off of Netflix, why would you like? What is it that I would use Netflix for anymore? Have and I guess this is another thought point. Has Netflix basically been just a way for me to watch Friends and Disney? Okay. Do you have 73 bucks to spend? Probably. There you go. You can get the whole series. DVD or Blu-ray? Uh, DVD, 140 probably. Once taxes are put in, you will get it on Blu-ray. Which I don't know why you would get it on Blu-ray because it's so... Like, the series is so old before Blu-ray that I don't really think it would do all that much. But, hey, you, you do you. It's um, 74 bucks on Blu-ray. No, it's DVD. No, I'm I'm looking at Amazon right now. Friends. So am I. See all buying options. Uh, uh, well, I'm looking at new, unless you're looking at used. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, now I'm going down to new. Ninety four bucks new. So, these are all. That's the all you options. watch. Like, I I literally do not understand the desire and love for that show. But at the same time, I will give a clarification. I'm pretty sure 
I was introduced to it in the worst way possible. So How are you introduced to it? I had a really crappy roommate who would, even though we asked him all the time, like, hey, if you're going to fall asleep, please shut off my TV and PS4 um, and my Netflix account that you're using to watch this show. Huh. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then kept ignoring me and doing that. And he would, this is how he would watch Friends. He would watch it straight through. And then he would finish the last episode. And then immediately, without skipping a beat, go back to the first episode and start watching again. Yeah, no, I mean, we take breaks. I'm like, the show isn't that good, dude. <laughs> no. I'm sorry if I'm like ruining any friends, like, um, any friend, like super friend fans, but you also got to realize, like, one of my favorite shows is Luther, mm-hmm. and that that TV show is like Edris. Oh, I can never pronounce his Idris name. Idris Elba. Idris Elba, being a really angry cop. And you know, I've heard a lot of good things about that show. Oh, it's it's good. I like it a lot. Um, I've really I, I've heard a lot of positive things about it. So like, I it's something I may take a look into in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That being said, like, at the same time, I I, I like Friends. Um, we've we've gained a lot from Friends, but at this point, it's not really something that like. You know, uh, it's it's white noise now. You know this what I better mean? not show up in my Amazon like suggestion box now. Oh, I hope it does. Oh, I hope, I hope friends does. follows you everywhere. I hope you oh. never get and you never lose the the friends. Well, yeah, but that being that being said though, it's become white noise now. And to be honest with you, I'm I am seriously like 100% seriously considering dropping the Netflix and the Spotify and just setting up a Plex server. Have you ever heard of Plex? Uh, nope. So Plex is an I believe it's an open source application. Let me check to make sure it is open source. Yeah, Plex Media Server. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, but Plex Media Server is essentially um, a, a server that you set up and you can watch your media on your already existing devices. Um, so it needs to be something that, like, you, you, you have to be slightly techy, but you can set it up on, like, a Raspberry Pi. You could set it up on something really cheap. You need a Raspberry Pi and a hard drive, and then bam, you can create your own Netflix. They've got apps for iOS. They got apps for Android, Windows Phone, Roku, Apple TV, um, Android TV, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, the Fire TV, the Chromecast. Like they have an app on every device you could think of. So as long as you own the media, or as long as you have the media files you could play them on your device and stream it just like you would anything else. But if the internet goes out in the house, it doesn't matter that day because it's on your device. Like you, There are people that have gone as far to like set up a VPN from their house to their phone so that when they're out and about, they can stream from their Plex at home while they're on the bus or while they're at work, especially if it's Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi because then it costs zero data. So like mm-hmm. you can set up if you... If you're willing to invest and put the time into it, you can set up your own Plex server, put your favorite movies on it, and bam, you're good to go. Like, you don't have to worry anymore about, like, Netflix or anything like that. And honestly, it's not a terrible idea. Like, it's something that the more and more I think about it, the more and more I think, you know what, it's, it, it might be something I want to move to because I'm paying for all these stupid subscriptions. And are they really beneficial anymore or am I just watching the stuff I like to watch anyway? 
Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't really watch a whole lot of Netflix anymore. Um, now, will that change? Well, no. It probably won't, like, if I move. Um, because I know I watched a whole lot more when I moved, but at the same time, I wasn't streaming. Mm-hmm. And so, when I stream, I'm like, like, now that I'm streaming, I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm growing, like, my channel and all that, and I'm loving it, so any free time that I get, I want to either stream or be supporting my stream community or, or stuff like that. Um, not, like, and I'm like, there really isn't any show that I'm like, I need to watch this. Like, there was, but I'm like, I just don't care anymore. And because like, there really isn't, like, to me, there really isn't anything interesting. Like, I like Netflix because of all the indie stuff that got put on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, uh, I'm pretty sure it just depends what gets put on that Disney Netflix thing. Like, if they put all their 80s, 90s, 2000 to present, uh, animation stuff on there Mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna get families you're gonna get all the 90 babies you're i don't know 80 babies maybe um but you're gonna get all the 90s 90s babies for sure because they're always freaking out about that um and so you're gonna get that um what's their touchstone isn't touchstone their like more mature disney Company? Uh, possibly. I think um, so. But like, if they put Pixar movies on there, okay. Like, there's that's another big pool. Um, let's see. I'm just touchstone. Is owned by Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Touchstone is owned by Disney. So they put Touchstone stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is their more mature audience. Okay, yeah. It Disney has a lot of stuff that they can put on there. But, yeah, they put Star Wars and, like, Marvel and all that stuff. Like, I could see a lot of people going on there. And then, like, because it's Disney and they probably could get away with it, saying, like, hey, we're going to put our new release stuff, like, on our streaming platform mm-hmm. a month before it gets released on to blu-ray and dvd and all that stuff yeah i could see that being a thing um and then it would be crazy like people would go people would jump on it Mm -hmm. yeah i just you know i i don't know if i want another streaming thing like the other thing too is with streaming you know the investment never returns like you don't buy it and then keep it you just you pay for it and then when you're done paying for it you lose all of it like nothing stays with you and i kind of like that's what i like about blu-rays is like i buy a blu-ray it's my blu-ray and then as long as i have a way to play it it's mine um i I think that's something i want to move back towards yeah starting that whole collection i have we laura and i have actually started buying blu-rays again um that's a thing um we're watching the harry potter series and we've started buying it one blu-ray at a time in fact right after this is done recording which needs to be like super soon that's exactly what we're gonna go do uh we're gonna have dessert um, I made the gray stuff, which is a, a dish from um, Beauty and the Beast for dessert. Uh, try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to have. And we're going to watch Harry Potter. That is like that is my like goal for the evening. <laughs> and yeah. we're going to do it on Blu-ray. I'm just going to go hang out with 
Twitch friends. That's all I'm going to do. Like, I, I don't have much of a life. I mean, if, if I not... lose, if I lose the internet, I don't know what I would do with myself. That's where having a local copy of all the entertainment you like, which, which I do, sense. I do. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. It's just you'd be lonely because who would you talk to about it? Well, to be fair, it's not like I really talk to anyone about the stuff I do anyway. If there was a way with licensing, I don't know if this is possible. Um, I would love to do some type of Twitch video or something video where we just comment. Oh, Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do Mystery Science Theater, essentially, just to rip that off and do that. I think that'd be awesome. Welcome to how I go through life. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. because we were doing that the other day on Sunday, if you remember. Yes. It was basically Mystery Science Theater for church. Hopefully no one, no one from our church will hear us. Um, just don't put a date. If don't if, say that it's uh, August eighth, two thousand seventeen, please. Don't, yeah, but if anyone was there, they could completely understand why we were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should we should wrap things Facebook up now. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, thank you for listening to our like literal tangent cast. Um, as yeah, as so bleh, words are hard. Um. Yeah, go to our Facebook and the SoundCloud. Uh, leave comments on whichever one you want. Um, do we get a comment on one? Did we get a comment on SoundCloud? No. Facebook. Possibly St. James, but I don't pay attention when he comments. You answer to it. Did I? Yeah. I also don't uh, remember what happens. It was something something about two podcasts ago because we kind of put them out of order. We released them out of order. Um, oh, I don't know. It was something about the women's stuff, but I think we answered it. I don't remember. It's Joe's fault. Uh, but, um, yeah, go if you want to get in contact with us and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so we have that. Um, we're both on Twitter. Um, and I I'm actually on- do some tweeting every once in a while. Yeah, it's rare. It's but rare, it but I, I I use the service, and I actually have the app, and I know my password. That's good. So if someone, like, tweets me, I would get a notification, and I would I would be able to respond. I'm glad you know how social media works. <laughs> yeah, I'm like an old man. <laughs> so, which is funnier, because I'm, yeah, I'm older than you, so. Yeah, I guess that's, that's actually true. Oh, I'm not a good millennial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where. I think technically I'm a millennial. I'm not sure. I don't care. Um, so, but yeah, we have that. I'm on Twitch. Whatever. If, you, if you're bored and want to watch something dumb, come on over. It's uh, twitch.tv slash it is D-Pain. And, uh, yeah. I believe that brings us to the end of our big dumb show. Uh, show, if you would. Rage quit. <laughs>